Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of The Trevor Olson Show. Episode 111, 111, on Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. I am your host, Trevor Olson. Good to be here. What's going on? If you'd like to support the show, remember you can always head over to patreon.com slash Trevor Olson, where we do this podcast together as friends. Uh, every single Saturday, if, if you've enjoyed the podcast, if you enjoy the podcast, you can get it, get it there too. Um... What else? Uh, sign up, subscribe, subscribe on YouTube, you know, like this video, subscribe, the whole thing. Uh, great. Well, there we go. Really starting to improve my, uh, my chops there. <clears throat> What's going on? Happy Wednesday. Hump day, baby, for those who hate your life. Um, what's, what's going on? How is everyone? Let's give you a little update here. Um, last time I was on, I think it was Saturday, did I talk about it Saturday? I think maybe last Wednesday. Um, I talked about my my stuff at the gym being stolen and rifled through and luckily recovered uh, from some sociopath who broke my lock and uh, just decided that my stuff was his stuff. But fortunately, he fortunately this criminal was kind enough to go. No, no, no. I want this guy to have his stuff back. So it's my stuff again. And uh, since there was no cash in there. Uh, it's now mine. You know, if there was cash, it would have been his. It would have been as simple as that. Um, but uh, no more break-ins uh, in the locker room, although I'm, uh, I am I come outside the gym and a vehicle right next to mine has the window shattered, a purse missing, and a woman in tears losing her mind. I walked over and I, I this is literally what I said. I just went, oh man, I'm like, hi. And she was inconsolable. I, I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't help her. I, yeah. I, you know, I thought about it later on. Like, what could I have done? I could have called the police for her. I could have put an arm around her shoulder. I don't know. She probably would have pepper sprayed me. She was in such a frantic state. Um, you know. And then I was like, well, if I call the police, maybe I'm gonna have to be involved, and that's just gonna take up my time. And uh, sorry, I'm adjusting levels here. And. Um, you know, time's valuable, and you know this this lady's purse was already stolen, and this other like Asian woman came up and was trying to help her, and and we both were, but we were of no use. And so she was just screaming and crying. She's like, they put me into debt, and granted, it's fair that she was very upset, uh, and they were spending her money, so she was calling and and canceling her credit cards, her debit cards, all of her bank information she was freezing and uh yeah it was just you know reassuring living here it was good it was good to come out and see a good shattered window you know you need a shattered window every once in a while to kind of wake you up and go oh, that's right that's right we're living amongst amongst psychos we're living amongst the crazies out here in this lawless policeless policeless <clears throat> uh state so yeah i uh I was going to go to the to the owner of the gym, to somebody, and be like, you guys, listen, I know someone who's had their bike stolen. Uh, I have me, and along with two other people, had their shit stolen. So that's four people right there. And now this woman had her car broken in. I've lived here, folks, for less than two months. And all of this, except for the bike being stolen, happened within that time frame. Perhaps it's time to add some security. This is a gym that has thousands of members uh, I would know because I can't ever get on a fucking piece of equipment when I want to because there's a billion people in the way. Um, 
And so it's like they've got the money to pay some security guard. And I saw some guy wearing sort of a security guard uniform, but it was way too big. And he was wearing headphones, he had glasses on. And I, this, my, my immediate thought, I was like, that's the guy who's breaking into people's cars. I'm like, he's, it's a fake security guard who's breaking into people's cars. I'm almost certain of it. So I don't leave my wallet in, in, the, in my gym bag. I was like, that's good, you know. And then I was like, I'll leave it in my vehicle, locked up, tucked away on the scene. And then I come out to a good old shattered, woman shattered window. And I go, where do I keep my things? And uh, I, so it, it's, it's, it's uh, sh- surprisingly enough, it's leaned me in the direction, it's pushed me over into the direction of the microchip. I'm ready to get chipped, folks. Just chip me, put it in the wrist. I want to start my car with my wrist. I want to unlock, uh, you know, I want to, I want to, uh, you know, sign in at the gym with my wrist. I want to, I just want to do it. I want it in my body. I want to pay for shit with my wrist. I want to get into clubs with my wrist. I want, I want it in my body. Because then the only way someone's going to be able to steal your shit is they're going to cut you open. They're going to cut you open and grab your chip. Now, the problem with the chip is that, uh, you know, somebody could shut off your chip if it's run by some type of third party, you know, some chip manufacturer, and they just decide that they don't want you around anymore. Now you can't do anything. Now you can't do anything because they shut your chip off. So it needs to be like crypto, although crypto is already failing in that regard because third parties are constantly trying to get involved. Um, you know, it needs to be encrypted and it needs to have nobody, nobody has, should be able to access your chip except you. Nobody. It's like the what, WhatsApp messages. They give a nice little memo when you're messaging. They're like, hey, just so you know. We're not spying on your shit. This is encrypted. We can't see it. So we need that just in our wrists. We need an encrypted chip because I just don't know. I don't know where to keep my things. I don't know where to keep my stuff. Do I get a, a, a phone case that keeps my license and my and my uh, credit cards and stuff like that? Do I, do I keep it on the phone? But then if you lose the phone, you lose everything. And I have lost my phone just once um, and recovered it. But uh, you know, the wallet, I can't just be, I can't have a wallet shoved. I'm like, I'm, I'm at the gym, I'm wearing sweatpants. It's going to fall out. I'm going to run with a wallet, flopping around, banging against my thigh. It's uncomfortable. It's big. Like, I don't want to carry a, a, a bag around. I don't want, I, I, I'm not a purse guy. So I just don't know where to keep my things. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm up for the chip. I'm up for the chip. I never thought I'd get there, folks. I didn't think I would get to the chip so quickly, but it just took a couple, a couple break-ins, a couple, you know, home invasion nearby. It just took a little bit of crime for me to go, chip me. Chip me. So, yeah, so feeling very reassured out here. Yeah, it's like, you know, a month and a half, home invasion nearby, break-ins, fucking, I heard, I heard somebody howling at the moon the other night, just a, a horrifying scream. Um, and which just really sent chills up my spine. And I went, why did I, why did I come here? Oh, that's right, the music scene, that's right, okay. Is it worth it? Um, I'm not sure. So, <laughs> it's uh, going well out here in Los Angeles, California, folks. Everything's going to be fine when, once they chip us. Everything's going to be fine when they chip us. Just don't fight it. Don't fight it. Let them, let them just... 
fucking, you already got four jabs this year. Take one more to the wrist. I bet everybody who's like quadruple jab, they'd be totally for uh, the, 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 the chip. Everyone who's like quadruple vax. I was, listen, I've got no problems with vaccines and I'm, I'm very over the, I'm over it all. I'm over it. We're over it. And, um, but I remember I, I somebody I, I, I've worked with, he was like, he was dead serious too. He's like, I'm triple vax. I'm like, fucking triple. <laughs> you just keep, you just keep going. And they have, uh, they have lifted the mask mandate out here in California. Praise God. They have lifted the mask mandate and still a shocking number of people wearing those things on their face. I don't know if it's just, I think it's just habit. I think they just forget it's there. They're wearing them on their chins. They're wearing them in their cars. They're wearing them when they're hiking alone. Uh, you don't have to wear them anymore and people just keep wearing them. I think it's uh, probably never going away in some places. There's always going to be somebody who's just masked up and, and uh, you know, octupled. I don't know how to say that, eight times vaxxed. So, so, yeah, nice little update out here in California. Mask mandate lifted while crime soars and we're hoping to get chipped. Uh, hoping to get chipped out here, folks. By the way, for those of you just tuning in who have uh, previously only watched the uh, Talking Alphys Fairy episodes, this is typically the normal show. I just ramble and rant off the top with no plan with no plan uh but here let's jump into i've got some i've got some uh some good news here some good news here for us that that's fun so all right let's start off with this one cruise ship runs aground during caribbean cruise people are just trying to have a good time they're trying to get back to some semblance of normalcy they want to buy a 49 dollar cruise and get on the water they want to bring that extra extra fucking cooler with. They want to bring uh, that extra bottle of booze because they can't afford it at the bar. And they just want to have a good time and soak in the sun and get fucking hammered and tan. And uh, they can't even do that well out in the Caribbean right here. Just as passengers were feeling safe to get back in the virus-filled... What in the virus-filled water? What? The virus is in the water. What does that mean? The virus... Hold on. We don't read things before the show here, folks. I'm reading this correctly. I'll just go with it. Uh, just as passengers were feeling safe to get back in the virus-filled water, coronavirus spreading throughout the oceans, a new problem has struck the cruise industry. In this case, literally, with a 164,000-ton ship running aground in the Dominican Republic, Norwegian Escape... A 2015 built megaship, which can accommodate over 4,000 slobs, uh, 4,000 passengers, hit the seabed as it pulled away from the Puerto Rico Plata, Plata in the Dominican Republic on Monday, damaging the ship's hull. Can you imagine the frustration that the engineers would feel, the people who built that ship? I can only imagine how long it takes to build a uh, um, uh, what's, what do they call it? Uh, fucking, uh, mega something or other. Mega ship? Is that what they called it? Uh, um, yeah, mega ship. A 2015 built mega ship. Well, they've got, they've, they've got that shit figured out. But it is massive, folks. It is massive. And some drunk captain smashes into ground with it. He probably had the virus, probably made him uh, an insane person. The rest of the cruise has now been canceled. These, these people are disappointed. 
The rest of the cruise has now been canceled, with passengers being evacuated at Porta Plata, Plata from where they will be repatriated over the next two days. Tra travelers will receive a full ref a refund on the aborted cruise, as well as a credit for the same amount, that same $49, uh, to put towards a future voyage. There, you Well, there you go. Don't worry, folks. You guys get to, you know, fucking crash down the road. Get to crash down the road. No injuries here. That's good. But just, uh, I'm just wondering how the person in charge of the ship just, you know, just doesn't keep it in the water. Doesn't keep it in the water. That's the one area. You just keep it in the water and, you know, on the sides and the bottom, you know, make sure there's water. You're on the ocean. It seems simple enough, but apparently a bit more complex. So disappointment in the Caribbean, folks. You imagine you, you take two years. What if, you're, what if you're one of those cruise birds? You just cruise. You cruise, you retire. Like, there was a gentleman who, uh, who I know, I know, I knew, no, uh, in Michigan, and in the summertime, he just tans at the, at the lake for 90 days. Because summer's 90 days, pretty much. And he is there every day, and he looks like a football. He's a tanner. He likes to tan. He's a nice guy, very nice gentleman. Um... Brown as can be, brown as can be, tanned like uh, like one of those you know, those pigs you see hanging in a slaughterhouse, you know those those real tan ones that look like they got some sun. Um, that's him. He's a tanner. Imagine you're a cruiser. It's been two years since you could cruise because of the because of the virus. It's where it started. You finally have uh, your faith has been restored in the cruise line in the cruise ship. Uh, industry, and now this incompetent fool of a captain smashes into the earth and, uh, you know, cancels the rest of your trip. So now you're being repatriated. But don't worry, you get to do this again down the road. I don't, I don't know if I'd want just another, another, I'd be, give me something else. Give me just, no cruise, fuck, give me a plane ticket to uh, Hawaii. I'm a, I'm a, a white American, just bring me to Hawaii. It seems simple enough. Jamaica. Jamaica. I remember I had a classmate who would go to Jamaica. I was good friends with him, actually. He'd go to Jamaica during spring break with his family, and he would come back, uh, much like my my uh, tanning friend. He would he would just come back like a different human. He looked Jamaican. He had dreadlocks. He was smoking a joint, and he was a clean, sober cat. He'd come back singing some Bob Marley. Fucking mangoes under his arms. I don't know if there's mangoes in Jamaica. Uh, yeah. So they've run aground, folks. It was a seven-day cruise. And uh, it's just, you know, I've never been on a cruise. So if anything, I'd be like, well, that was fun. You know, we had a couple good days. and we, It'd actually probably be more interesting. You know, the, how was the cruise? We, run, we ran aground. We ran aground. That's a much better answer than like oh, I was good. It's fine. Just drank and ate food for seven days. You just do you just lay out in the sun for seven days. Seven days is probably the cap for me, as far as relaxation. But even then, I'd have to. There's I'm sure they have a gym. It's a mega ship. They've got to have a gym. Like I'd be working out and and just I'd be fucking I don't know doing uh, burpees up and down. I don't know. I don't know. What else we got here for us? A detective scrolled through social media. What he noticed help, helped catch a person 
Wanted for shooting homeless people. All right, now that's not good. Uh, as we know, California has a homelessness problem out here. This uh, did not take place in, uh, in California. And uh, a lot of people are very insensitive to the homeless. They just think that they're, they think that they just uh, want to be there. They think that, and maybe, and some, you know, maybe some do. I, eh. a lot of them are addicted to drugs. A lot of them are mentally ill. A lot of, it's, it's such a complex issue. That's why there's hundreds of thousands of them. We don't know how to solve it. Uh, and this one street that I live by had a bunch of homeless people. Well, I think they're home. I mean, it's just a bunch of campers. And it's like somebody came through and was like, no, 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 you can't, you've been here for months. No, 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 no more. And all of a sudden the, the street was cleared out and it looked really nice. I was like, oh shit, it looks, they're cleaning up. And then a week later, all the campers were back. So I'm like, okay, well, that didn't do much. But people very in, uh, insensitive and I just think uh, ignorant to why people end up homeless. I think it's uh, obvious that it's, it's mental illness. It's uh, drug addiction. It's uh it's the 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 economy we're in you know people well you know with so many people that ended up homeless because of the shutdown so uh everything was sort of exacerbated by the shutdown that worked out well for us um so let's jump into this one uh a queen's okay so are we where are we a queen's native who now works with the Metropolitan Police Department in Washington, D.C., was scrolling through social media over the weekend when something caught his eye. There were shootings of two homeless individuals. That's just, that's just, that's not going to solve the homelessness problem. You can't go into, just, let's just line them up and shoot them. Let's line them up and AK them. That would take a long time. Even that would take too long. We don't want to do that, folks. Uh, in Washington, Kentish is his name. Kentish, it's like another word. Um, and his team were investigating the March 9th killing of a homeless person. The detective flagged down photos to his colleagues, and they reached out to New York and federal law enforcement agencies and began comparing evidence, including shell casings left behind at the scenes. Authorities in Washington tied two more local shootings to the suspect. Uh, ATF agents found and arrested 30-year-old Gerald Brevard, 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 of Pennsylvania Avenue in Washington at around 2.30 a.m. He's out looking for a third guy to gun down. Um, yeah, listen, homelessness is a problem. I, I'm, like, sweating. And I don't think that whipping out the old uh, Ruger Security 9mm is the way to solve it. I think these people need programs, they need compassion, they need care, and probably what would solve this, and this is something I came to after reading uh, Chasing the Scream by Johan Hari, I think if we were to solve the homelessness problem, I think the first thing we would have to do would be to decriminalize all drugs and perhaps legalize all drugs. And that sounds uh, a little nutty. Sounds nutty. You just picture, uh, you know, some twenty-one-year-old uh, walking into a pharmacy and just fucking jabbing his arm with some heroin. That's not. That's not what we're doing. Uh, they've implemented this in in parts of Canada. Obviously, everybody knows what is it? Portugal, right? Portugal, no, no, I think so. Um, in Canada, I can't remember the, the specific part, but they had uh, a, a severe number of people overdosing from heroin, 
And not only are they overdosing from heroin, but they're also using dirty heroin, not pure heroin. And so they're getting injected with all these other drugs, you know, that all this other stuff's being, it, all the drugs are being cut with other uh, not so good things, not so good things. And uh, we don't want that. They don't want that. And so they set up programs to where people could go in and use uh, and, and have access to pure heroin. They'd be supervised by a medical uh, professional, and but they would inject it themselves. So, you know, they've got some sense of their routine. It sounds crazy. And then they would be basically uh, given therapy, group therapy, like they were, they would, they would talk about their problems because if you're using heroin, you're, you're, you're not happy. If you feel the need to anesthetize yourself, you aren't too thrilled. You aren't too thrilled. You're bummed. They shut your chip off. They shut your chip off. So now you can't get that fucking Kit Kat bar out of the vending machine because that's how you get things out of the vending machines. Now it's the wrist. So you start shooting yourself out with some smack, and uh, and now you've got a problem. So what they do is they give you pure heroin, and then they uh, monitor you, and then you do therapy, and they treat you with compassion, and they try to get you work, and uh, it's a much better strategy and plan than just locking people up and throwing them in jail where they feel the need to use harder drugs well, this or the same drugs because now they're miserable and isolated and in prison which is going to make anybody probably want to use drugs. I'm basically a sober person. I'll have a drink here and there. Uh, and I'll smoke a joint. Like, And by smoke a joint, I mean take like two hits. Here and there, very rarely. Um, and even I, if I was in jail, I'd, I'd, I'm sure I would feel the urge to be like, all right, this sucks. Here I am. Get me the needles. You know, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be fun. It's not a good solution i'm now i'm not saying that all people should nobody should go to jail but like like real criminals should like murderers and rapists and like we can you know we don't want we don't want those people just running around doing what they like to do but if somebody's got a drug addiction then it seems that we could implement some sort of uh, strategy why don't we do i don't know, just uh, give them a, a heroin chip Give them a chip in the other wrist. Chip them. Every 24 hours, a little bit of heroin gets right into the bloodstream. They get their fix. They're able to work. Like they're in, in Johan Hari's Chasing the Scream, it's really interesting. Like there's, there's people who use uh, heroin uh, totally and like function. They use heroin every day and they work a normal job and they have a, and they raise a family and they're they're relatively good people so it's we i think we have this we have this sort of well we do we have this distorted perspective of of drug users we kind of view them as almost as like non-human in a very very non-compassionate way and i've been guilty of of that as well like my go-to mentality is oh this per this person messed up their own life and they're choosing to do this so it's their fault and they need to fix it and i i definitely like i still feel my mind going there like i still feel strong judgment if i don't check it i, su I suppose but after reading that book that really changed my perspective and I, I think if we were to fix the homeless people uh homeless issue rather instead of cutting them down like uh gerald brevard made those two gentlemen rest in peace um 
I think I have gentlemen, uh, women, gentlemen, homeless people. Um, you know, those are human beings that he killed. And uh, we don't, we don't want that. He was uh, suspected at rest in connection with shootings of five homeless men. Okay, so this guy's, he looks like, uh, what's his face? Uh, the Jason Statham. Kind of like a Mexican Jason Statham. To what he looks like. Um, we don't want that. We want to probably, in my, in my, if I had to guess, the little education that I've uh, taught myself, uh, I would say, yeah, legalize drugs, decriminalize them, and uh, that would probably, and then treat addicted users with compassion. That would be better, better. And then chip them. Just chip them anyway. And then when they're naughty, just, you know, shut the chip off. Chip them up. That's, gonna, that's what's going to get us out of all of our problems, folks. It's going to be the chip. It's going to be the chip, folks. It's going to be the chip. All for Sferia, all finished up. Eight episodes over. Uh, was a very fun experience. Happy to be a part of it. Um, but now it's gone. It's, oh, it's over and done with. It's officially over um, and done with. You know, it took two years... The entire process, uh, you know, with coronavirus affecting uh, the, the filming of the show and with the auditions and um, and now finally the show airing and coming out it took two years, roughly. Um, it was a part of our lives. And now it is officially over as of last Sunday, last Sunday, this Sunday, two Sundays ago, last Sunday uh, with the episode, yeah, last Sunday, the final episode airing. And uh, John and I graciously letting Erica win, win the show. Because, uh, again, I felt bad for her. She burnt the meatballs. And John, you know, also was like, eh, you know, just let her have it. She, she's like, she works at, you know, she, 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 she likes animals. She just, it's all, she, it's all she likes. She just, she hasn't, she, she just hangs out with animals. Feels bad. Let her win. Let her hang out with people. Let her hang out with the Swedish people. Because when she's coming back to America, she's just going to surround herself with, like, uh, you know, uh, orangutans and and uh, some other bipedal primate. Like, she just surrounds herself with animals all day. And so we let her win. Let her have, let her have the people in Sweden. So hats off to you, Erica. I hope you're enjoying your, uh, you know, the, the parrot, parakeet. I don't know. You got a parakeet probably. Probably on, on your shoulder right now. But uh, excited that, uh, not excited, sad that the show's over. Because it was fun. It was like every Sunday, it was a good time. But we're moving forward from there. Um, let's not get hung up in the past. Uh, let's move forward. Onward. Onward to more, to more uh, home invasions and break-ins in Los Angeles. Onward to the chip. Onward to less, uh, you know, Less homeless people, not by means of, uh, you know, gunning them down, but by means of uh, compassion and uh, the legalization of heroin. This, this podcast really covers a large spectrum of things. We've covered heroin. I've, I've solved, legal, you know, homelessness in, a, in 27 minutes. It took me 27 minutes to solve homelessness. Um, we've discussed Alphrosferia and, you, you know, Erica's lack of friends in America and let her have the people in, uh, you know, Sweden. Let her come back to the animals here. Um, what, you know, the, the chip, obviously, that's three things right there. Like, this is a revolutionary podcast, folks, and it's, you know, I'm, I'm uh, ecstatic that you're a part of it. Really. 
And I'm also thrilled that the, the, the garbage truck hasn't come uh, yet. Because usually he comes and uh, it's, it just disrupts the flow of the podcast. And then I, it's like, what do, I, what do I have to do? I have to like reroute the, the Los Angeles the, uh, you know, the dumpster people? I'm grateful for them. I, I don't mean that in a derogatory term at all. Um, but if they could just come, you know, like 30 minutes later, it wouldn't hurt, you know, if they could just adjust their schedule so that it doesn't affect me, um, that would be great. That would be great. Because they come into our little cul-de-sac and they interrupt the show. We've lucked out this time. We've lucked out. We've had a quiet show, which also means that all of our trash is still sitting there. So that's not good either. We They need to come at like 6 in the morning. Again, listen, Los Angeles... Um, department of cleaning up i'd like to officially ask you if you could come 6 30 well no i'm still asleep so like uh eight well that's what i'm reading like, just come when my alarm my alarm goes off at 7 30 just come with the alarm come at 7 30 that's i know that's uh gonna affect you it's gonna you know change your schedule by four hours but that seems reasonable that way you come get all the stuff and we're grateful for that we are and the show's not interrupted that's i think in your best interest and in mine so um if you could do that that would be uh that would be great so excellent all right friends that's the end of the show again if you'd like to support the show patreon.com slash trevor olson is where you can sign up to receive exclusive bonus content every single saturday uh, if you've enjoyed these pod, if you enjoy the podcast, go fucking sign up there. Okay, be sure to subscribe and like this video. And uh, thanks so much, as always, for tuning in. We will be back on Saturday on Patreon, and then of course every Wednesday for free on YouTube. Be sure to go check out Friday Night. Be sure to check out uh, the Lucky Ones, all on Spotify. The Lucky Ones are doing very well, closing in on thirty thousand plays in 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 just over a week. Um, so getting lots of of listeners there. Who seem to be enjoying the track with it which is great and uh be sure to add those to your playlists and uh download them and and buy them and all that stuff so thank you so much keep doing your thing keep moving forward and we'll see you next time